Welcome to another Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got some news to talk about today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, we didn't get a new update. We didn't get any special videos that we haven't seen in the past. In fact, this is probably the lightest week of Sea of Thieves I've seen since launch. But either way, I've got some stuff to talk about, so let's get into it. First up on today's docket, Forsaken Shores is coming out on the 27th. If you have not logged in since the 19th, you're probably unaware that we did not actually get Forsaken Shores, that's right. It was pushed back an entire week, and for good reason. A lot of the information that we got from Joe Neat, as well as some un- other sources that I talked to, there were some major memory spike issues that were causing game crashes. But I've even heard some weird bugs showing up involving cargo runs not working properly, and even the rowboat having some trouble. Now, that being said, we are getting Forsaken Shores coming out on the 27th. I will be streaming some content of that. I've got some classes that day, but during middle of the day, I should be able to stream, get out there and do that. And if you haven't noticed already, I have been streaming more frequently. I figured out what's been going on all this time. So just to catch up on a quick little story here, back during the beta, I was streaming this game on a regular basis. Anytime they had an open weekend that you could stream on, I was playing this game and streaming it, loving every bit. The game comes out, and for some reason, I just can't seem to stream this game. It keeps getting choppy and logging up. I figured out what the problem was. I figured it out. I had to clean my damn computer. Yes, all right. I busted open the case. I grabbed three cans of compressed air, and I went hog wild on everything. Everything got dusted. And let me tell you, you don't think about this too often, but it makes an impact when your graphics card can't properly can't properly keep your system, your uh, graphics card cooled down. So the fan was so coated in dirt, and there was so much stuff going in there. I couldn't believe it. It, it had been years since I'd really gone in there. I cleaned it all out. It's working great. I've been able to stream. It's been amazing. I've been playing around with my UI, or not my UI, my overlays and stuff. Regardless, I've gotten a chance to sail uh, with some fine pirates this week, and. I can't really pick out one story in particular, but I have been having a lot of fun with Captain Nightmare. He's working on his affiliate status with Twitch so he can get uh, that that subscribe button, and he's doing a great job of that. There's been some great community support out there for a lot of streamers lately, and it's been a real beautiful thing, especially in this kind of dead space between content between the uh, build draft update with the curse cruise that we've been going on for uh, four weeks now as long as the curse cruise now that I think about it or curse sales uh, and we have forsaken shores coming up in less than six days at this point now I think it's even four days right now from the time of recording I'm excited I can't wait for this it's gonna be great but until then we're just gonna have to hang out and just kind of Think about maybe what's coming down the line after Forsaken Shores. One tiny little thing I did want to talk about today, being the 23rd of September, it is, in fact, Joe Neat's birthday. If you haven't had a chance to go and wish him a happy birthday, please send your love, 
your best wishes, your birthday cheers, all that fun stuff to Joe Neat. Let him know how much we appreciate him for being that executive producer who spends so much of his time, so much of his life dedicated to Sea of Thieves and making this game so epic for us to be able to live in, play in, enjoy, share with everyone else, have fun adventures, memories, and just about anything else you can think of. It's really nice to have him spend a day to kind of reflect on himself and be a, be, be happy that he's enjoying his birthday. All right, next item on today's docket. It's going to be a quick one, but I just want to let you guys know, you need to get out there and vote. What are you voting for? Well, you're voting for Sea of Thieves. You're voting for Rare. Well, for what? Well, for the Golden Joysticks they were nominated for. That's right, they were nominated for four Golden Joysticks this year for Best Audio, Best Co-op Game, Best Studio, and Xbox Game of the Year. So make sure you get a chance. Go into the show notes. There's going to be a link there. I'm going to put that link in the show notes so that you can click on it. Go to that website. Vote for your favorite studio. Vote for your favorite game. Make sure you give them some information and try and get Sea of Thieves to win four of the golden joysticks that they were nominated for because they deserve it. Uh, I can't think of a game this year that has better audio than Sea of Thieves. I've had more fun playing Sea of Thieves with friends than any other game, and the studio has been more transparent, more communicative, and more on top of what the community wants than any other game studio I know this year. So that qualifies it to me as the best Xbox game of the year. Make sure you get those votes in before it's too late. I want them to win this because they deserve it. They deserve to take it home. They've been working so hard on this game for years. And this is the first year it's released. They need to get all the awards they can. Plus, I think people get bonuses for it. I, I don't get a bonus for it. Do I? Do I? Hold on. Let me check. Do I get a bonus for this? No. Okay, I don't get a bonus for this, but that's okay. I, I don't need that bonus. You, they, they deserve the bonus. All right, next up on today's docket, let's cover some commendations because we got some commendations. That's right. Because we didn't get any patch for the last two weeks, they have not updated the game to address when the commendations for Forsaken Shores go live. Now, this is, it's kind of interesting because Forsaken Shores has commendations. We knew that they were going to have some doubloon rewards for being able to do stuff, but we didn't know what they were going to be. And we found out thanks to uh, them just going live basically on Tuesday, which makes me think that maybe the game was originally planned on being released on a Tuesday and they originally pushed it back to the 19th and they were planning on implementing a, a time or a patch to adjust the time when the commentations go live. Because we haven't had patch uh, since, well, I guess Curse Cruise went live just after Curse Sales, nothing has really been addressed as far as uh, letting, letting the game know that they should postpone the commendations going live. So as a result, we now have all 320 different doubloons as well as five titles to look at regarding Forsaken Shores. And we found out exactly what we need to do to get those doubloons. And if you take a look, there's, I believe it was, I'm pretty sure it was 320 possible doubloons. If you break that up, you've got about half of those are available just for cosmetics, I imagine. Because with Curse Sales, we got the liveries, the, uh, the, the, oh, I just, I forgot what they were called. But you know what I'm talking about. The the liveries uh, that we got for Curse Sales were 40 each. And with 
Forsaken Shores, I imagine that will probably be the same case. We'll probably get those same liveries available to us. The blacksmith set that we saw in the teaser trailer for 40 apiece, giving you another half of the 320 available for whatever you'd like to have. That being said, all of these accommodations are going to be very easy to get. And, and I'm going to go through them. So the accommodations, we got uh, five that are worth 10 doubloons each. And it's interesting because we actually found out that the campaign is going to revolve around discovering, and we kind of knew this from the last video that, that they put out, that it's going to revolve around finding out who this crew is and what happened to them. So we got some names and I tried to associate them with the different people in the trailer in a video that I put out on YouTube, which was kind of my first YouTube video, my first serious YouTube video. And it's actually done pretty well. I'm kind of surprised. I didn't think I'd get any, uh, any traction on that, but who knows, maybe there's a career in YouTubing for me at some point in the future, but we found out the name. So you've got Flintlock Burt, Old Coop, Ruby Carter, Fletcher Farley, and I had trouble with this one because I, I didn't, I'm not familiar with this, but I, I looked into the history of the name, but it's Hebzibah Jones, which if I'm pronouncing that wrong, I, I apologize. No one's ever said that word in front of me, but looking at it, it looks like we're going to have to figure out what happened. And there's some interesting stuff going on with the name of the islands, because we found out that in Forsaken Shores, you will have to travel to all the new islands, all 14 new islands to discover them. And once you discover them, you will receive five doubloons per island. And there's three in particular, the first three in the commendations that we see that have names associated with three of the members from the crew. Now, one of these, I, I haven't figured out what's going on with them because it doesn't make sense. Uh, Old Coop and Hepziba Jones, or Hep, Hepziba, I'm just going to call her Jones. Uh, Jones and Old Coop are not in the list of islands as far as names. We have Fetcher's Rest, which goes along with Fetcher Farley, Flintlock Peninsula, which goes along with Flintlock Burt, and we have Ruby's Fall, which falls in line with Ruby Carter. So I don't know why two of the five aren't in this list of islands, but the other islands that we have are Devil's Thirst, which is a hilarious name to me. Ashen Reaches is probably a volcano. Scorched Pass is also a volcano, I would imagine. Cursewater Shores is a good one. Cinder Islet, Islet? Islet. Don't correct me. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out later. The Forsaken Brink, which is a great name. Glowstone K, which I'm going to trip over that a ton of times already. I, I'm, it's going to be hard even when the game comes out. Roaring Sands. Flames End sounds amazing. Brimstone Rock, which I want to go to. I want that to be my new, my new home. Magma's Tide and Morrow's Peak, which we know, thanks to the video about cargo runs, is going to be the outpost, which has a volcano on it. So that's all, that's all five per for those. You're going to get 10 doubloons per crew name. Now, now we go into cargo runs. So cargo runs are going to be an intricate part of the new update. So when you complete five cargo runs, you're going to get 15 doubloons for each of those or for those. When you complete 25 runs, you're going to get 30. And when you complete 50, you're going to get 50 doubloons. And the 50 doubloons and 50 cargo runs is actually part of the legendary uh, commendation for that. They're also going to want you to complete voyages in the Devil's Roar. So when you complete five voyages in the Devil's Roar, you'll get 15. 25 voyages will grant you 30 doubloons. And 50 uh, voyages will grant you 50 doubloons. So nothing too major in this instance. There's uh, five titles that you'll be getting. It's actually pretty 
pretty cool to to see that there are so many titles. I'm going to see if I can pull those up while I'm recording, which is such a good thing to do when this is this is such a bad idea. Why did I think this was such a good idea? I don't know. Anyway, I'll probably try and cut this. Okay, here we go. So you have the Devil's Cartographer, which is Discover All Islands in the Devil's Roar, 15 out of 15. Um, you've got the Master Cargo Runner title, which is completing 25 cargo runs. So that's not even that's not even tied to the legendary one. You can get that title just for hitting 25 to get that that 30 doubloons. The legendary cargo runner is the one that you'll actually get for the legendary commendation. Uh, Master Devils, Master Devils Voyager title. Wow, that's a mouthful for completing 25 Devil Roars. And then you've got the legendary Devils Voyager as well too. So those are the five that you can get. I feel like the Devil's Cartographer is probably my favorite out of these five. I'm already sporting the Bearer of the Reaper's Mark, and that that to me is kind of, I, I don't know, maybe it's just because I have, I am bearing a Reaper's Mark in real life. I feel like that's going to be my, my set title from now on. I don't, I don't feel like I can ever really take a title that isn't Bearer of the Reaper's Mark because I am that person at this point. Uh, that being said... These are all going to be really easy to get. I have a feeling, and, and there's only one that really requires you to be in in an alliance, and that's just to complete an alliance uh, cargo run. You, you don't even, it's just one, too, and it's only worth five doubloons. So it seems like Rare has really taken a step back from forcing people to join together, to do stuff together. It feels like this is more about exploration and discovery and just kind of having fun in the world as opposed to trying to complete something specifically. I feel like with the with the the Reaper's Mark uh, build rack adventure that we got, there was too much of a reliance on having to do, uh, do a voyage with the Reaper's Mark active before you started the adventure. I feel like that was a really tough... A tough thing to remember. You always had to say, okay, before we put anything down to decide where we're going to go, we have to raise the flag, uh, the Reaper's Mark. And that was always uh, kind of frustrating for me, at least, because I always felt like anytime I wanted to get going, I always had a lot of lead up to it. You know, I would, I would, we would pick a voyage, I'd throw it down, we'd kind of cycle through a few, see what would be fun to do. Then we'd go and get some supplies, or we'd get some supplies intermittently through that. And having to do that with the Reaper's Mark up all the time always had this uh, kind of lead up to actually getting started that you were marked on the map. And half the time we would forget until we actually started sailing. So I'm, I'm happy to see that this is going to be a lot better. Uh, with the Reaper's Mark, I'm glad that they put in an incentive for people to have PvP. If I can just take a moment, kind of retrospect a little bit about this Bilge Rat adventure. I feel like this is the least fun Bilge Rat adventure I've had. Uh, I kind of next to the skeleton thrones. I really didn't like having to be a target on the map trying to do skeleton voyage or trying to do order of souls mostly like we had to kill skeletons with cursed cannonballs with the reaper's mark flying and there was a lot of problems with that because generally the way, the best way to do it would have been to grab order of souls missions and then complete those using cannons and cannon fire but that always left you open because one person would typically be on the shore and one person would typically be on the ship if you were in a sloop it was a little bit easier in a galleon obviously but it's hard to get a, a good spot for an island on the galleon 
mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going off into that. I feel like with the Reaper's Mark, it was too heavily reliant on doing it alone or already in an alliance before you started a voyage because you could not, you couldn't drop that flag and maintain credit. And the powder keg skeletons would ruin the the credit for the actual commendation too. Like if, if a powder keg skeleton just happened to explode near the skeletons that were affected by the curse, you didn't get credit for those. And I feel like that was a that was an oversight on Rare for not giving us credit, even though it was an explosion for a barrel. Because then you would have to have the person on the actual shore try and snipe that one or or draw the, the powder keg skeleton away from the others. And that's that's tough. That's like herding cats. And not that I've ever herded cats, but I've heard that th that herding, I've heard that herding cats is hard. Alliteration, whatever. Anyway, moving into the next doubloon or uh, Bill's Rad Adventures, I'm hoping that we're getting something that's less reliant on a status and still gives us the flexibility to do adventures without necessarily feeling like we can't change it up because there's been a few times where I would have loved to have been working on a voyage with the Reaper's Mark up, run into another crew that was doing the same thing, and then join alliances to get credit for the alliance commendation. And that way we could, you know, we wouldn't we wouldn't be penalized by having to drop our Reaper's Mark as a result of uh, wanting to join the alliance and then lose credit for the voyage that we're already halfway through, especially when you're in the higher levels and the voyages are always tough. They're always large ones. You know, it's weird that this is the first, the first Bill's Rat Adventure where I have wanted the worst voyages I could possibly get. Anything that would grant me one to two islands and then just be a chapter one, I was, I was begging for those so much. And that's such a weird, it's such a weird thing to want. You know, the game, the game pushes you to want to have a lot of islands or a lot of treasure or a lot of treasure on one island and stuff. And, and to have something where it was like, nope, I just want, can I get two, can I get two chests? I'm not that hungry. I just want a couple chests on one island. Just make it make it simple for me. That was such a strange a strange thing to actually kind of live through, but I'm glad that we're getting into Forsaken Shores because I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm so ready to have the to have this content uh, in in put into the game. I'm ready for a new area to explore. I'm ready for this new danger and the changes that they made to the barrels to offer more supplies has been exceptionally. Uh, it's it's been exceptional. I I can't say anything bad about it i've really enjoyed knowing that i can grab a fair amount of supplies off of an off of an outpost and the 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 ramp up time to actually get started is a lot less and i've been starting to actually jump into games now see how much i can get done in a half hour to see if i can still kind of capitalize on my my time as a gamer you know when i'm not spending time working or i'm not spending time at class or doing homework or uh you know spending time with the family i want to make sure that uh my time is is well spent and the changes that they've made recently have been really good, and I'm looking forward to seeing if they take the advice from the community about some of the things going on with the Curse Crews and apply them to future build rats because they're going to be working on that right now. They're starting that now. So now that Forsaken Shores is kind of it's in the can, there you know we got maybe a couple more days of, of possible tweaking, and they'll probably do a couple buffer patches after it's released to make sure that any major issues are addressed. Which speaking of, has anyone swam with a powder keg and watched someone do uh, watch someone swim with a powder keg lately? Because apparently the spyglass bug is now affecting powder kegs uh, while swimming. And maybe that's just me. I got a couple photos of it. It kind of reminded me of a Lonely Island song. Uh, I'm not going to go into that here, but maybe check that out later. I don't know. 
I did want to put a congratulations out there to the crew of Omnom Cake, Fox Die, Kata Wrath, and Toyger 101 for completing a Skull Fort without having to actually kill anything themselves. That's right. They went and they got I can't imagine how many of this this is. I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw a ballpark figure out there and say this is probably about 30 different snakes. And they put these snakes at the entrance of the gates to a skull fort. Uh it looks like it's Sharkfin Camp. And they <laughs> I don't know what possessed them to want to get close to this many snakes, but they completed a skull fort by dragging the skeletons through the gate, through the hordes of snakes and all the snakes would spit on the skeletons and die. And thanks to the venom ball, skeletons are now affected by snake venom. And because of that, <laughs> the snakes can actually kill them. And I've actually tested this out over on Sunken Grove. I, I had a skeleton captain that I was trying to solo, and I just kept sniping him running around the corner, and the snake, the snake was my buddy. He kept spitting on this, this skeleton lord, and... Eventually, he just kind of poofed into thin air, and I got the skulls. It was kind of cool, but congratulations to them. That is such a, it is such a crazy, crazy thing that they did. I love it. I'm waiting for them. Here's your challenge. I'm waiting for you to complete Cursed Sails ships with nothing but snakes anyone can take a, a chest to sorrows and throw it on a ship and let the ship sink because they don't know how to bail i want you guys to get out there and i want you to throw a bunch of snakes down in the bottom of a hull and i and i want them to survive long enough to be able to sink a ship i don't know how that's going to work i don't know how you're actually going to sink it maybe you can maybe you can do a combination of snakes and chest of sorrows no cannonballs no cannonballs try that hmm. see if you can get uh, you guys probably can I'm, I'm i don't know what i'm saying all right next up on today's docket like I said, there's not much news going on this week, so I'm going to the community for interesting things. And I gotta say, the the gentleman in the Keelhauled podcast, Mr. Space Admiral Ors has outdone himself. Now, this has been kept under wraps, and I, I found out about it today. I got to actually witness the video of what has been going on with his little experiment, and this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. So I'm gonna de debut this. I'm gonna tease it so you get to watch the video. He's gonna he's gonna post a video Monday afternoon, uh, East Coast time in the US, pretty, east, pr pretty early on, of what he did. And I think this is probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Uh, he is actually, so if if you don't know, he, he plays Sea of Thieves on console. So he has a wireless mouse and he has his uh, orb weaver that he uses for all of his keybinds so that he doesn't have to have a full keyboard. So instead of having a keyboard in front of him, he went and got a PS3 Logitech uh, steering wheel <laughs> and he mounted an actual ship wheel to this steering wheel. And I'm not going to say how. I don't, I don't even know how. But I know he was asking about this a while back. He somehow managed to get this thing hooked up to Sea of Thieves. And now, now he can actually steer a ship manually with a steering wheel. This is insane. It is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I love when the community does stuff as far as like building chests or building crates. Heck, even legendary cakes that are, are the legendary chests that you can eat. I love the eye patch that came out recently that is the legendary eye patch uh, for cosplay. Some of the, the like Fox Die did a replica of some of the, the weapons, some of the flintlock pistols out there. But 
being able to interact with the game using a physical wheel to, to turn beats it for me. I gotta say, that is the coolest thing. Everyone seems to want this game in VR and then they're gonna be throwing up in buckets in real life. Oris has gone through and actually decided to make himself a helm and it looks awesome. It looks like it's a lot of fun and I and I can't wait to see if if anyone can top this. Uh, maybe, someone, maybe someone is going to get a rowboat and get some oars together and hook up actuators with sensors and then wire it all and program it and somehow attach it so when they're rowing in the game they're rowing in real life i don't know maybe that's the new way of working out maybe maybe sea of thieves with rows is is the new way of working out but this is really cool i just wanted to take a few minutes to kind of talk about it give it a look i'm, I'm gonna have the links to it in the show notes it's gonna be on reddit it's gonna be on twitter it's gonna be on everything but go check it out he worked hard to to, to kind of build it all up together and i couldn't think of a cooler thing to showcase towards the end of the show all right pirates next up on today's docket it's time for the first mate's log and i'm gonna go ahead and read one that it's not a victory story it's it's uh it's actually pretty depressing and the reason i bring it up is because not all stories end happily in sea of thieves and sometimes things just go wrong for you so i've got uh hey yay they go on to say, so this pirate in a brig was, uh, while I was sleeping with a fellow pirate, decides to sail up next to us and offer an alliance. I was thinking, what a guy, right? Don't be fooled. Right when they were close enough, they jumped aboard and killed me while my friend was at a sunken ship. He comes up, but they're sinking us and one is fighting him in the water. We both end up dying and respawning in a new sloop. We were still in the alliance though, thinking it was an accident. They seemed to be going to an outpost to turn in. I wasn't upset. But with that loot, they decided to loop around the island and beeline it to us, destroying us with ease. Being fairly new pirates on the PvP side and being bombarded by cursed cannonballs, so I guess some pirates just want to watch the world burn and not care about the booty too much. Hey, uh, I feel you right there, buddy. I was with Captain Nightmare last night. We were streaming and... It was kind of frustrating because we were spending the night talking about things that we we're looking forward to in the game, in the future, Forsaken Shores, things we'd like to have, things like that. And on the last island before our Athena's voyage, we're killing skeletons on crooked masts and a brig that has been annoying us for a while, at least the last two islands just keeps buzzing around us they're they're trying to kill us but they can't and we're trying to ignore them but still fend them off and it's just frustrating they kept shooting cannonballs at us and we kept shooting cannonballs at them and we couldn't ever sink each other and eventually they ended up killing the skeletons on the island and getting our four captains which to be perfectly honest since captain nightmare and i are both pirate legend we didn't care that much about the actual loot we just wanted to get to the athena's chest but i have noticed quite the increase in people sailing around with the offer alliance as bait and i have to let people know right now just because you're in an alliance or just because you see someone with offer the alliance up does not mean that they have good intentions. And this kind of harkens back to the beginning of the game, right when we got the flags. Initially, when we got flags, we had some basic ones, and it was mostly between either a white flag or the, the Jolly Roger. And people used to just sail with the Jolly Roger. Well, the Jolly Roger is now the Reaper's Mark, and the white flag is now the Offer Alliance flag. So 
just to, to give a fair warning to pirates out there, don't always take things for face value in Sea of Thieves. Make sure you're always on guard. Make sure you're always prepared for a battle. And always keep your distance if possible too because there have been a lot of pirates out there who have been trying to kill other pirates by baiting them into an alliance, whether they care about the alliance or not. In fact, I was in an alliance with someone the other night, someone who was actually in the, they played the game back when it came out, but after launch, they, their friends left and he was left kind of forsaken without anyone to play with. So he was in stream, he jumped into, or he was in the stream chat that I was streaming at the time, and he came in and we sailed around and we were in a three ship alliance and we were in an alliance right when uh, a galleon was sailing up to ancient spire outpost and it, it didn't matter much to me because we were both in alliance and we were both planning to head to the outpost to turn in and it was in our best interests to have a peaceful uh kind of meeting there you know what well, we the galleon pulls up and it's two kids in a galleon and we're fine with that because they're leaving us alone and we're leaving them alone and we're just kind of chatting and i go and i throw down down in Athena's voyage on their galleon to kind of give them something to work on, something pretty high level that they would be happy with. And they have a person spawn in. The person spawns in, it's a random person, they don't know them, and they start killing myself and my crewmate without reason, without cause, for no reason. And finally, after dying a bunch of times and killing that person a bunch of times and just the back and forth, no one's trying to sink each other. They're just trying to grief us. We finally managed to tell the kids to lock the person in the brig, which is very satisfying because now that person is down in the brig and I got to go down and kill them a few times and they just respawn in the, the brig and I get to kill them again. And they finally apologize for their their grievances, their, their sins. I don't know if the kids ever let that person out, but ever since then, it, it it's always been kind of in the back of my mind that regardless of being in alliance, especially with ships, you never know if it's an open crew or a closed crew. And because of that, you want to, you just want to make sure that you kind of keep, keep an eye on other people, regardless of what's going on, especially with alliances, because it's a, a, a 150 split with the loot. There's going to be some greedy people out there that don't care about previous arrangements or parlays that you've had. So caution, caution out there, pirates. Ever watchful. All right, pirates. I think that's going to do it for this episode. I did have some theories and lore stuff that I was thinking about getting into, but because there's not much news and I'm just blabbering on about community stuff, I think I'm going to save this for a later date because uh, I've been thumbing through that art book and there's a there's a fair amount of stuff that I've been talking with some people about and uh, I want to formulate my thoughts a little better about that and then I'm going to get back to you. I'm going to tell you kind of my theories, especially once we know a little bit more about what Forsaken Shores looks like. Uh, I can start working on some theories about maybe what's coming later. Maybe what, what we're going to get after Forsaken Shores. Everyone seems to think different things, and I have a feeling I have an idea. And I'm not going to share it just yet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait till maybe next episode after I see how the Forsaken Shores actually looks on the map. And once I get an idea of how that works, I'll, I'll kind of start working on some theories. But that's going to do it for this episode of Keelhauled Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, I wish I had some more news to talk about, but <laughs> sometimes there's just not much going on. Sometimes we're just in that holding pattern waiting for us to dock on the new, the new content. So anyway, Pirates. 
thank you very much. If you like this, feel free to head over to iTunes if you have an Apple account. Uh, go to the Apple Podcasts. Give me an honest review. Everyone's been super nice. In fact, just recently, I got another five-star review. All right, so this five-star review comes into us, and I'm, I'm not sure how to pronounce this, so I'm going to go with Kiki Jr. Uh, it might be Kai Kai. It's K-Y-K-Y. You guys tell me. Maybe it is. This is the best podcast I have ever listened to and would totally suggest it to anyone who has not heard it. And if Logan is reading this, I would love to play with you. When available, I am on Xbox and new to the game. My gamer tag is something, something, something. Not going to read that out there. I don't want you guys doing anything. Anyway, Kiki Jr., Kai Kai Jr., however you want to pronounce it, you can let me know because we will sail sometime. I'm going to be adding you on Xbox very soon here, and hopefully we will get some time to actually sail around and talk. Thank you for your five-star review. Thank you to anyone that gives a five-star review. I really appreciate it. Uh, I believe I missed this one. I don't remember if I missed this one. But if I did, I'm going to read it anyway. If it's a double up, then you get double credit. But Danny Krutko. Krutko? K-R-U-T-K-O. I'm bad with English. Very grateful to have found this podcast. Love hearing about loot and lore, the spoilers, and all the Captain's Tales. Quality content, 11 out of 10. Thank you very much, folks. I really appreciate this. It helps discoverability, especially with Sea of Thieves. There's always, there's so little information out there that is coming from uh, reputable sources. So I always try to make sure that I give you guys the best information possible. And because of that, I want to make sure that people that do listen to it know what's going on. On in Sea of Thieves and don't necessarily have to track this all down themselves. So giving me those reviews helps that discoverability. It helps other people find the show. I really appreciate it. I love you guys. Thank you very much. If you want to get a hold of me, there's lots of ways you can do that. First off, you can email me, C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. I read all of them. Uh, you can always reach me on Twitter at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. That's Cap Logan. You can always add me on Xbox at C-A-P-T-A-I-N-L-O-G-U-N. That's Captain Logan, all one word. I do stream, and now that I've been streaming better, I'm streaming a lot more Sea of Thieves. You can always see me on twitch.tv slash C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N underscore underscore C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N over on Twitch. I think that's all the ways that you can reach me. I think I might have a Yahoo account or an ICQ, but I can't remember those. I'm, I'm probably not going to I'm not gonna put those in. But anyway, pirates, I love you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it, and I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves.